Welcome to the enchanting world of the Books and Brands podcast. In every episode, we explore the world of storytelling with authors, librarians, booksellers, and fellow book lovers like you. We're here to celebrate the magic of books. Plus, we have our very own monthly book club. We also explore the world of branding with the Silver Lining Design clients. Join us as clients share their branding journey and, of course, their love for books. Our mission? To leave you with that unforgettable feeling you get when you turn the final page of an incredible book. Brimming with hope, joy, and hungry for the next adventure. So cozy up with your favorite blanket, find your perfect listing spot, because it's time to dive into the world of books and brands. I am Kale. And I'm Jen. And I feel like I should mention that I am sick, but we have so much love for our listeners that Danielle just decided she didn't care and wanted us <laughs> to get on the podcast anyway. Um, and Kale actually is a little under the weather too. So bear with us during this, but I have been tasked to define what a trope is. And I'm not going to say that I just Googled this right before we started recording, but I'm pretty sure then that a trope is just a literary device in which you just repeat certain kinds of plots. So it's basically just themes that books follow. I love it. Is, okay. it, is there I more? Have, Do we need to define that more? Does that make any sense to you at I all? Have, I have a question already. All right. <laughs> Should I ask? I yes. mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. Okay, okay. So so if it's basically themes, which is what you just said, why then in school did Mr. Shortridge and all those other English people, they would always ask like, okay, what's the theme in this book? But ne- no one ever talked about a trope. So a theme and a trope have to be different, right? Well, Kale, I think you have to think about the fact that we were in high school in the 90s and very early two, 2000s so I just think that we just like weren't chilling with the word trope yet okay I, I mean I can't <laughs> yeah. but no like they're probably a I, little I don't different know how like back from that answer so okay <laughs> I think the, I think the difference probably is that there can be like an underlying theme in the book like an underlying metaphor or something we have to kind of figure out what's going on within the book tropes are repeated themes so like they're grouped by categories in some way where repeated. not all books fall into a trope. Just because a book has a theme doesn't mean it falls into a trope. Oh, okay. 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 That This is making sense. Okay. So okay. I have no more questions for the moment. All right. And that's you. the show. <laughs> <laughs> Mini series <Okay>. done. <laughs> if you are a high school English instructor, chime in in the comments later. <laughs> Let us know if we're even on the right track. <laughs> Um, also, I don't feel like in high school, which was quite a few years ago for all of us, I don't feel like there was a big, um, emphasis put on like rom-com books either, which I feel like is normally when you hear like this, like trope discussion happening. Oh, okay. So, so, so are tropes like the cliche things in all these books yeah okay so it does typically like stay within the rom-com genre I don't think it necessarily has to but I feel like that's where you hear about it most okay can I ask since you have finished Rosie did you find a trope in Rosie no 
Okay. So that's okay. No. Jen's only on page 40. I think, there's make... a trope. I think there's tropes in Rosie's. Or maybe it's not a trope. Maybe it's just like a theme, but it's like the strong female character. Is that a trope? To, like set out and change the world. Like oh, yeah. Is. Girl power. That's the theme of the book, but not necessarily the a trope. A trope. Mm. Right. So let's talk <laughs> about what it, instead of talking about what a trope isn't, let's talk about what it is. So maybe that will help me understand it better. So I'm glad you asked. So over the next 12 <laughs> months, each month, we will do a um, trope, like we'll do a little mini episode on individual tropes. And then we'll talk about like examples of those trope books. So today's trope um, we are going to discuss is the sunshiny, grumpy trope. So Jen, do you want to, as our um, resident professor, um, do you want to um, explain what this genre, or I mean, what this trope is? I feel like I should clarify that I am a professor of public speaking, not a <laughs> professor of English, but uh, sure. So I would say that within the sunshine grumpy trope, we typically have a female character who is sunshiny. Not necessarily always the female, but I feel like a lot of times it's the female where just very like happy, optimistic, easygoing, laid back, always looks at the positive side of things. And so then like Belle from yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Belle. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're the original sunshine grump trope. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, and I'll, then I'll we have typically I feel like the male is the grumpy character and he you know, growls like the beast, like the beast. and <laughs> is just more maybe pessimistic and maybe not as outgoing, can sometimes be like short or sarcastic in some ways, I feel like for the grump. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So what are some examples we have besides, you know, Beauty and the Beast that we got going on for our <laughs> grump and our sunshine so um when i was making my list i um also looked at like if it was like the female character or the male character um and so i noted a few that were opposites um oh, I, like this. I like this and so i feel like one of the most famous of like this trope um as of late would be like the hating game with um like Lucy and Joshua like Lucy was very like sunshiny and all the things and he was like very broody and quiet and I An think excellent book excellent yeah, book. very good book yes. um and um I feel like a lot of times um also in this trope like the grumpy person is kind of just misunderstood because like maybe they are more quiet so you know they're kind of more in the background and then they're thought of as grumpy maybe misunderstood but also like a lot of times it's like the grumpy character is grumpy to everyone except yeah. the sunshine yeah. character That's eventually true. because she you know in all of her sunshine glory eventually like peels off all of those grump layers and then like he's so sweet and loving to her but still hates everyone else kind of thing yeah i agree Kale, have um, you ever read a book like this? I'm trying to think of any suggestion or similarities that I've had 
in anything I've read, and I have nothing besides Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, what about um, like any sort of movie though? Like, are, have you like thought of any like rom com movie that hits that? Because I feel like a lot of times, like even movies will hit those two. Yes, the animated version of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> um, no, I I completely get what you're saying. I um, oh, I'm Kale, sure... didn't you read Divergent? Yeah, I feel like Divergent kind of has a sunshine grump trope like twisted in all of the like end of the world stuff. Yeah, like she's not completely, I think, sunshiny, but she does have this positive kind of outlook on things. Yeah. He is very much kind of thought as being more grumpy. Yeah. I mean, I know I've seen like a rom-com movie that would fit into it. I just can't think of one like off the top of my head. I think too, like a lot of the tropes sort of intermix because there can be like uh, the enemies to lovers with like the sunshine grump thing, but I think that's a conversation for a whole nother day. That's that's season two of this. That's that's um tropes one oh two. Um <laughs> Jen, what um what book came what book or books came to mind for you um when you think of this trope? Well, I would say I thought of a little bit of Fourth Wing, but you guys haven't read Fourth Wing. So I can't you just never miss that. a chance to bring up that book. <laughs> um, but maybe someday we'll get to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, I don't know. There's so many that it's like, it's hard to even think of what some of them are. Um, come back to me. Okay. Well, I'll continue on because I came prepared with my cute little list and I even color coded it and everything in my annoying glory. Um, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> one is the bodyguard um, by Catherine Sinner. And um that's Hannah and Jack and Jack is the sunshine in that book. Um, so I thought that that was like a really good example. And, and that's um, such a good book. Yeah. And then another one, um, because I feel like we talked, have we talked about um, Penny Reed's uh, series, like the beard books and um, Dwayne and Jess um, for the book is truth or beard. Mm-hmm. Um he definitely is the grump and she is definitely the sunshine. Um, and that. they also have like the enemies to lovers thing going on, I think too. Yeah. The one I just thought of, and I don't know why I didn't think of it before, because it's actually one of my favorite books. It's called The Wall of Winnipeg and Me. And it oh. is so good. The first time I read it, I didn't love it. And I've probably read it like 50 times now. It's wow. Awesome. You he finished exactly- a book you didn't love? I don't even know you. Yeah. Well, um, she's finished too because she finished our Christmas and the holidays. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't like I hated it the first time I read it. I just didn't appreciate all of the intricacies that were going on within this book. And now that I've read it so many times, I love it. But he is definitely the grump. He's an athlete. He hates everyone. He hates talking. Just hates everything. And she is his assistant and then they get into a marriage of convenience which hello oh my god they're hitting all the tropes yeah um and yeah it's just really great Hmm. i don't even feel like i've heard of this book oh really it's super popular yeah seems weird that you have not suggested it well i don't think you would like it 
Oh, okay. Not theirs. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. <laughs> but it took you a while to love it. So maybe it's like something that grows on you. I feel like, okay, I'm getting into, eh. I could go on and on about this author, but I won't. So I'll just stop. So I have a question um, for, I think, I think I am so unaware of tropes because it's very much outside of my genre of like what I read. Like, if you guys didn't make me read these rom-coms, I would be reading, like, something totally different. Like, thriller, like, murder mystery type things. <laughs> um, there's tropes in that kind of stuff, too. I bet, I bet there are. I, now, that, once, now that I'm learning, now that I'm in Tropes 101, I will keep an eye out for them. More, like, to understand that I'm seeing a trope. But my question is, is since you guys have know like a lot of books that have this sunshine to grump trope do you like it better when it's more traditional like the female sunshine or do you like it better when it's like more flipped and it's like the male sunshine lead and then the female grump I don't have a preference I like it I like either way okay yeah I feel like the kiss cam book that we were just talking about yeah for February that has like a sunshine grump trope. And he is very much, I think, the sunshine. He has like that golden retriever energy. Okay. He is more of the grump, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Good. So I'll get my first, I'll get my first trope to pay attention to. And hopefully you love the book because I super loved it. I know. That's what you said. Is that our February book? It is our February book. Now people are going to know ahead of time. Oh no. Cat's out of the bag. It is. We have a big month for that book. It's very yes. Awesome. Yes, we do. Um, I would say that that book is my favorite of all that we've read. Same, um, me too. It's your favorite? Oh my god, it's that good. It's so good, really like Kale. It. It's like like drinking sunshine. It's so yeah. good. Okay, yeah. okay. Because my favorite is still Heart and Mercy, and I mean I can't include Rosie in that because I'm only on page like fifty. So. Well, I finished Rosie, and I can tell you February's book's my favorite. Okay. I won't tell Jerry Hollowell that, but okay. <laughs> well, I I mean, she didn't necessarily write the book for our age group, so I think it's okay if at, like, 40 years old, we aren't like, oh my god, Rosie is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> as long as your kids come back with that glowing review, then I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll keep you posted. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, Jen, I was really surprised that you didn't bring up love hypothesis because I feel like that is a, um, Oh yeah. hundred percent. That's sunshine grump. Yeah. Um, and actually I included, um, undertaking of heart and mercy kale. Yeah. So you have, oh. Her. oh, yep. Yeah. She's definitely sunshine. He's definitely grump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. why too, I feel like a lot of the sunshine grump stuff becomes this enemies to lovers because there's like all this miscommunication we don't mm-hmm. like each other and then yeah I, I mean i guess especially with heart and mercy at the beginning it was sunshine and grump but they were already enemies yeah so mm-hmm. it's almost like those two tropes kind of go like hand in hand at least mm-hmm. in that book sometimes like i think with like enemies and lovers you don't have to have a sunshine and a grump but i do feel like they do often go hand in hand okay um, I also included um, When in Rome um, by um, Sarah Adams, which I think you've read that book, haven't you, Jen? I With have, Amelia and Noah. I, I don't feel like you enjoyed it. it, right? 
Um, I don't know. Like after I finished the book, if you don't talk to me about it right away, I don't remember. The other day, actually, I was reading a series and I didn't realize until I got to halfway through book two, I go, oh my God, I have read this. So <laughs> I don't know that I can be trusted with a lot of that kind of stuff. It's like that meme you sent on Instagram where it's like, don't ask me what the book's about. I just remember that I read it and I liked it and you should read it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I no fully, fully agree with that. Oh. So many, because I literally had to like, I had to look at the like, like the synopsis of all people's those. names and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Now I remember I'm, I'm back on board. Oh wait, um, is it in Rome where like the famous singer, like mm-hmm. in Rome, it's like, oh yeah, I did not like that one. No, but you like, but the I do love you- Sarah Adams. And you liked the second one. Oh, the, which um that is my favorite um by her the enemy i feel like that's sunshine um grump too but i can't remember their, their names but that is my favorite book by her i don't remember i do remember i really like that book but i don't remember i mean the enemy sounds like there's a trope going on definitely yeah um trying to see uh oh and it happened one summer by tessa bailey which i know you read Jen. That's the fishing one. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the second one was Sunshine Grump too, right? With Yeah, but I think those were reversed. Yeah. On that one. Hannah was very, maybe it was like a Sunshine Sunshine. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't enjoy the second one. I felt like it. Oh, I like the second one better than the first one. Ay, ay, ay. You just never know. So if you if you do have two sunshine characters, that's not a trope. Or I don't two feel like that Just a book. Just a book. <laughs> Just a book. That can never happen. <laughs> probably there can never be school. two sunshines. <laughs> Just some random theme going on, probably. So um any other books that pop in your head, Jennifer? Not off the top of my head, but I feel like I didn't even realize until we started this conversation how much I like the sunshine grump trope. I think it's my favorite. I don't know that it's my favorite. I think Enemies to Lovers is my favorite. But basically, we just determined that so that often- they're one the same. Yeah, true. Maybe though, that's why I didn't like our in a holidays because it was like a sunshine, sunshine, and I needed a grump. I needed some sort of jerk in that book. <laughs> I mean, so wait, so Christmas book. So they oftentimes use you know sunshine and grumpy and enemies to lover lovers together is there a realm within the sunshine and grumpy trope where the two characters the sunshine and the grump don't end up having a romantic relationship or is this always romantically based well it depends on what genre you're in because if it's not um like if it's not in the like romance genre then I guess you could like, I mean, they could be friends. Like, I feel like there's probably a lot of books where like the best friends are Sunshine and Grump. Okay. I feel like that's how we are on this podcast. I feel like the two of you are Sunshines and I'm the Grump. <laughs> so yeah, we could totally happen. <laughs> well, I feel like during this episode, I'm the kid sitting in the corner who has no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of um, Beach Read. Like Emily Henry books. There's a lot of Sunshine Grump and I love her books. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. A good example and a good book. 
All right. Well, Kale, do you feel like you have a better understanding of this um, trope? I do. I think that, yeah, I do. I think I'll be able to catch it next time that I'm reading it. <laughs> Excellent. Great. I feel All like right. you just have to email us or send us like screenshots of your book and be like, is this the sunshine grump trope? And we'll be, <laughs> yeah, it is. We'll just let you know. I love that. I just will screenshot random like pages with no context of the book or anything. And I'll just like, just read the words in the frame and let me know if this is sunshine grump. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll know right away. I am a professor of public speaking. So <laughs> there's no way that I won't know what's going on. Right. You are basically a genius. We have determined you're our resident professor, so you have to know all things on all issues because on all topics. You're the teacher. Great. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we've got such a great guide to for all of us. So yeah, it'll be good. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Well, this uh, do we feel like our um first lesson is complete? Jen, do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. Is anyone still listening at this point? I think we've. I sure hope so. <laughs> Great. I was able to mute every single time I coughed, I think. So I'm. this might be our best episode yet, probably. That's a victory. All right. Well, we'll um, see you. See you. I Every time I say see you um, on our next episode. Bye. Thank you for being part of our Books and Brands podcast journey. We invite you to share the magic with your book-loving besties and fellow small business owners so they can enjoy it too. And if you've been loving what you hear, consider subscribing. And if you're feeling especially generous, leave us a glowing five-star review. For daily updates and behind-the-scenes moments, connect with us on Instagram at the Silver Lining Design and Truck. Now, as we close one chapter, we eagerly turn the page to the next great adventure in the world of books and brands. Stay tuned for more exciting stories and inspiring guests.